When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Well, I am super excited for today's episode because what I like to do every so often is give all of you a great case study on what's possible. And today's guest is exactly that kind of person. I've got Rashali Herrera with me that I've known for, for quite a while. We'll get in and we'll talk a little bit about that. But what I love about her story is how she's really kind of grabbed the bull by the horns, if you will, and especially this last year, year and a half of her career has made some pretty amazing things happen that I want to make sure and share with all of you, because as I've told you before, there's clues in success. And so as we watch other people have success, it helps us to be able to know exactly what you need to do to get that success in your life as well. So with that, we're going to roll that episode. Hi, I'm Jason Mefford, and you're in the right place to start transforming your career and life with this podcast. I've been in the trenches as an executive leader, and now I'm an executive coach and confidential advisor to executives all over the world. I use a multidisciplinary approach to improve learning that drives transformation by getting to the root cause in a practical, no-nonsense way. I love learning and sharing what makes people tick. You get both education and entertainment, since learning shouldn't be boring, right? But that's enough about me. This podcast is a combination of intuitive leadership, neural influence, and mental mastery to take your career and life to levels you've never thought possible. If you're wanting to improve yourself, develop stronger relationships professionally and personally, make quicker, better decisions, and become a more effective leader, then of course, this podcast is for you because you are going to learn how to manage emotions in yourself and others, avoid burnout, stress, and anxiety, master your mind, get people to listen and take action, and become a lifelong learner. And when you do that, You will have a positive mental attitude, executive leadership presence, and the skills to know exactly what to say and do in any situation. I'm glad you're here. So, let's get started. All right, Rashley, it is great to have you with me today. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. Thanks for having me. It's it's uh, super cool to hear the intro while hearing you record the intro because I listen to it all the time. <laughs> I know it's like you get a little behind the scenes, behind the scenes, right? Because I know yeah. you've been li- you've been listening to the podcast for for quite a while now. I think that's kind of how you and I ended up meeting exactly. initially. I think, right? Yeah, yeah. I started listening back in February of this year. Okay. So. Yeah, and you're just you're just one of those people that makes me smile. You have a beautiful smile, and um, 
I want to say, I think cool beans too, right? Cool beans. I love that <laughs> yeah. catchphrase. I hear you say every so often too. That just makes me, just makes me happy. But, you know, I, I, I wanted to, to, to bring you on and talk because, um, you know, like I said at the beginning, I think you've, you've done some pretty amazing things in your career this last year or so. And it's all because of what you have done. And there's, you know, I've talked about different habits, other things that, that make people successful, but you are a testament to the fact that if you do these things, you will be successful. <laughs> you will go where you want to go, right, um, al along the way. So I thought we'd kind of jump in and get get started, you know, kind of talking about this because, um, you know, I know, I know for quite a while you were working for the same company and then at, at some point you just kind of decided it's time for something else? Uh, kind of, more, more or less. Um, yeah, I was at the same company for the majority of my career where um, I learned a ton. I, I started there literally as an auditor one, um, just textbook, theory, no practical experience. And then I really developed um, all the way through, all my skills all the way through to an audit manager when I, when I was there. And I was an audit manager there for a couple of years. And um, you can say that in, in terms of the, the C and the A and the E, I really, really honed my A skills at that previous company. Um, and then I was recruited from there to another company to help them to build out um, their internal audit function. Okay. Yeah, and I think, I think the first thing, you know, is, is, is like that. There's a lot of people that kind of stay with the same company or they want to stay with the same company because it's comfortable. Right. You've been there for a long time. You know it. They know you. But every so often in our life, we get opportunities that come along. Right. And that's yeah. that's what you got. Right. So, you know, and I don't know. I don't I actually don't know if you were actively looking or if this you know new company reached out to you. It happens sometimes both ways. So how, how was it? How was it in your career? Were you looking for something or were you? Right. No, I definitely wasn't looking. I am one of those rare people that I could stay at the same company forever and be okay. just fine. Um, so, but no, I, was, I wasn't looking. The opportunity presented itself and I thought I would be uh, a fool if I didn't actually do this because ultimately, what do I want to, to be in this field? Not an audit manager forever, and and you know in the in a in any audit shop you're only going to have one person at the head of the department. So I can stay, but I wouldn't I would never be that person. So I was being given an opportunity of a lifetime, I think. Well, and I think that that's a great way to look at it, right? That's a phrase that a lot of us hear: opportunity of a lifetime, right? But but so much of the time, I mean, you had that choice at that point in time, right? That you could have said, well, no, I'm okay. I'm just going to stay here. I right? did. Right. But instead, when that opportunity came along, you chose to take it. Which is against my nature. <laughs> yes. Well, and it's against a lot of people's nature, right? Yeah. Because we get comfortable. It's like, oh man, this is going to be something new that I'm going to have to do, that I'm going to have to learn. Right. But when those opportunities come along, and I've seen this from you for a little while now, right, that when some of these opportunities come along, even though it might not be in your nature, you're still reaching out and taking those opportunities. 
Yeah. Right. And, and again, you know, it's, it's, it's like, like I said, I mean, it's, it, it came to you, you had an opportunity and you took it. Now, now when you took it, because again, right, you're going from, you know, and again, we're talking about internal audit because rationally happens to work in internal audit, but this is true for any of you, regardless of what kind of career you have, right? You were trained very well. You were very good at what your job was, but this opportunity was going to be something different, right? Mm -hmm. Was that a little scary? Very scary. It was, it was very scary because at my previous company being there for so long I know all the people I knew all the processes I knew I knew what I was doing I was comfortable um the new opportunity well what's to be expected of me I'm, I'm um I have to learn new people new build new relationships which is also not something I'm naturally comfortable with either but uh build new relationships learn an entire new business something that I'm, I'm completely not comfortable with um, so in some ways, I felt like, will I be starting from scratch, but not with the audit perspective, but just with, you know, just learning the new, the new business and the new people. And that was a little bit scary for me because, you know, you have different kinds of people. I'm not the most social. I don't, I don't go out of my way to talk to people, <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> well, it does, but knowing you, I can't imagine you're a fun person to hang out with anyway. So, you know. But yeah, we, we, you know, a lot of people, especially in this profession or just in general, I mean, I'm guessing you would consider yourself more of an introvert than extrovert. Definitely. Right. So I, I find myself, I'm the same way. Right. And so I can be the life of the party, <laughs> but, but that's not usually where I'm, I'm most comfortable. Right. And so a lot of times like that, knowing, you know, you you already knew the job right? You already have those skills down. So that was going to be pretty easily transferable. But like you said, there's this building relationships, there's learning the whole new company, there's kind of it is that starting over kind of feeling that I would guess was going through your head that was a little scary. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then it's, it's a starting over for sure. And as you say, like, I knew the job, but I knew I knew the job and I would say that probably what I found out the most and that started happening earlier this year is that I knew how to audit, but I didn't necessarily know the other parts of the job, like the strategic aspects of the job, the executive aspects of the job, like what, the, like what, the, what does that really entail? Yeah, well, and, and at that point, right, I mean, you can, <clears throat> and this is, again, I think something for, for people to kind of learn. You knew that you didn't have that. So what did you do? I went looking. <laughs> you went looking, right? I went looking. <laughs> now, now I'm going to, I'm going to give you, you know, sweet props for that right away. Okay. Because a lot of times when, when, when we realize that we're maybe in over our head, we don't know something, we need to learn something. Sometimes people just shut down. Right. But instead, you went looking. Right. What'd you go looking for? What were you, what were you trying to find? Well, I guess something that I learned was that to really know even what to start looking for is to find out what it is that you you want 
your, what your objective is. So I knew that my objective, well, okay, so just to back up a little bit, a couple years back, I was at one of the GAN conferences and um, I uh, listened to Richard Chambers mm -hmm. give this incredible presentation and he was um, promoting his book for the Trusted Advisors. And I bought the book and I read the book and that book really kind of cemented for me what I, what I wanted to be as um, the head of, a, of an internal audit department. It gave me like, like oh wow, th these things really are possible. And this is like a really good way to look at what the audit function can do. So when I went looking this year to see how to be better at what, the, what this job is, what I went looking for is how can I become a trusted advisor? Like specifically that, like in, in internal audit. And um, honestly, it's just some Google searches. And one of the things that I came across was um, jamming with Jason. The specific episode was one of your earlier ones where you spoke with Larry Harrington. Yep. And that conversation completely blew my mind. And then I went back to the first episode. So I started listening in February, but I'm, I'm all caught up. I started, I was listening to you like just nonstop, nonstop, <laughs> like all catching up on all the episodes. And I was like, oh my gosh, my mind is completely blown. And it really shifted something in me. Like it, it made me feel, um, how do you say? It, it, it backed up what I, what I learned from the Trusted Advisors book, but it took things to a whole other level, like the next level. And it just like, the more I listened, the more I wanted to listen, the more I wanted to learn, just, and I just kept, kept, kept looking. And then some of the people that you would talk to, I would look into them. And like, if they recommended books, I would, not all the books, but some of the books, I would read those books and, and I would learn from them as well. So it's, it's, it's been a lot of learning, a lot of learning, a lot of growth. Well, yeah, and I, I think it's interesting, you know, so, so if we back up just a little bit, just to kind of recap, because again, sometimes we need to hear things more than once, right? But before you even started looking, you had to know what your objective was, right? Yeah. And, and like you said, you'd, you'd read that, you know, or came across the term trusted advisor, realized that was something that you were looking for that you wanted to do. So then how can I become that, right? And however, through all the synchronicities that happen in the world, you ended up upon that that particular uh, episode, episode. It's right? Crazy. <laughs> um, so, so when you when you talk about you know that it started shifting something in you, what was it? What was it shifting, or what was shifting? How can you describe that to people? What was happening? Um, I, I would say that it was more of this makes sense to me. This feels natural to me. This feels good to me. This feels like something that I can do. I just need to keep learning. Where before it was, I wasn't as confident in that feeling. Well, that's, that's a big one that I hear from a lot of people, right? Is because if, if we don't really know, then we don't feel very confident. And if we're not very confident, then what we're doing isn't, usually that good as well right but I guess it 
like you said, it, it made it feel like this is something you can do. And I mm -hmm. guess and that gave you hope or how would you describe that? Hope, hope is good. Hope's a good word. It gave me hope. It gave me um, probably a little bit of fire actually. A little yeah. bit more fire, yeah. I was, I was incredibly motivated. So what was, I guess, what was motivating for you about it? The, well, okay, so I'm in a position um, or I was in a position where I was the acting head of um, uh, of the internal audit function, and um, as the acting head, it you know it the thought was always well for me to eventually get the, the time to develop in the role and then become the head of the, the role. But then a couple of things shifted in that the company. Um, decided to go public a couple of years sooner than it initially anticipated. And um, so the need then for a real head then of the internal audit department became more urgent. And the fire that I had, well, with all the things that I was learning, I was, I, what I wanted to do was to make sure that I was that person when that person is chosen. I didn't want it to be someone else that then I would be necessarily reporting to them and having to, um, yes, follow their vision, especially if their vision wasn't aligned with all the things that was firing me up all these months. Yeah, so just, just for people that aren't, you know, that are listening that aren't familiar with kind of internal audit, how it works, just kind of explain that, right? So you were hired, you were brought in as an interim or acting head you know, with the idea of kind of growing into the role, you thought you had a few years to, yeah. to grow into <laughs> it. All of a sudden, nope, things change. Now <laughs> we're going to do this much quicker, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, there was the risk to you, if you will, that, hey, I thought I had two or three or four years before I'd, I'd, I'd be kind of like fully promoted. It's almost like a, not, not really probationary time, but kind of. Right. Right. I know, yeah. And so, so there was some uncertainty as to whether or not this was going to be your job, or if they were going to look at you a year from now and say, eh, she's not quite ready yet. We better hire somebody in over the top of you, right? If I'm understanding right. that right. No, exactly. Exactly. And so that's probably what gave you some of the fire is look, uh-uh, I'm going to be the one who gets <laughs> the job, not somebody else, right? Yeah. Well, that's exactly Pretty what much. happened, isn't it? That's exactly what happened. It's exactly what happened. But I know you've been, you've been investing a lot in yourself, you know, this last year or so, I guess it didn't, it hadn't even been quite a year. I don't think, right. You said no, about February. Eight, eight months. Yeah. So you have accomplished a tremendous amount in eight months of getting yourself kind of upscaled, upskilled right, to be able to take over that position. So what are some of the things that you did in that, in that time? Because again, people that are listening kind of be like, whoa, hold it, how, how did that happen? How did it happen so quick? Because I, I want people to kind of see what you've done and, and start to see, you know, the, the, the trends, the parallels, and how they can kind of translate that into their life as well. Well, I guess the, the first thing, obviously, is um, listening to your, your podcast, a Complete Addict. 
um, yours, and also I listen to Trent Russell's podcast as well. Uh-huh. Um, it's pretty great. And just listening and, and getting information and perspectives from many different people and learning from many different people. Then um, another thing that I did was, well, I have a pretty supportive um, group here at my company, pretty supportive leaders. And one of the things that I, that, that I did, um, and it was kind of pushed by them, this part of it, and in, in that they, they mentioned, hey, you know, is there a course or something that you can take? And I thought, well, there used to be, I know the IIA had a vision university course that they did for, for the um, heads of internal audit departments. But then I, I looked into that for about two seconds. And then um, I was like, but I don't know if, if that's really what's, what's best for me. But then I, I also knew from listening to all your podcasts that you have a, uh, a program, the Chief Aud- Audit Executive Forum. But I also thought I wouldn't be eligible because because I wasn't a chief audit executive. Um, so then I reached out to you on on, on LinkedIn, and I, I think everything happens for a reason because the timing of that was just incredible. Because I think I reached out to you in April, beginning of April, and you were getting ready to roll out the new um, uh, registration period, and it was kind of like right in there, and I got in, I got in. And I felt like that to me felt a little bit like destiny. <laughs> um, uh, could have been any other month, but it was right then, you know, so it felt like destiny. Um, so I started participating in that. And I went back and I listened to all of the previous recordings in the program. So I went back to, I guess, 2019 was the first I like, listened to I'm all caught up for that and those conversations, just hearing the different perspective from all the different chief audit executives and just learning about um, hiccups that they've had and in some cases, things that I've seen in, in my current role um, and, 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 and just listening to just, just the, the insight from everyone, it really um, catapulted, I think, my, my knowledge and my awareness with just how to think about things. And, um, then you came out with the chief audit executive uh, course, mm-hmm. and it's, I got in right away, <laughs> right away. I, I started, <laughs> I was doing the, 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 the programs faster than you could put them out. <laughs> and I warned um, you before. <laughs> yeah. 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 I would get super excited um, each time another one would come out and I would just do the programs. And I did them, actually did the, the course a, a couple of times. I've, I've been through like each thing multiple times because as you say, you know, you don't necessarily get something the first time. And then each time you listen to something, you hear something different. And I, I've just been just been a sponge, really, just just taking everything in and trying to apply little by little, little things that I learned, something, and trying to take that and and to apply it in my day to day, and it's been it's been pretty good. Well, and that's why um, I I I didn't know some of that stuff that you just told me right there. So I mean, again, I I knew you were a rock star and that you were kicking butt. Um, but, uh, it's, it, it's exciting for me to see somebody else who is also as curious and loves learning 
like you seem to, right? Because there was this fire behind you. I mean, to go back and to listen to all of my podcast episodes, you know, and I know some are better than others. <laughs> some of you probably like, oh, Jason, let's just get through this, right? But you went, you went back through, you listened to all of those. You know, you come into the new program, you go back and listen to two years worth of, you know, over two years worth of videos. recordings and videos from beforehand, right? I mean, most of the people that have been in the program, they don't, they don't ever go back and watch them, right? You watched the whole thing. You went through the CCA course, you know, twice. You were just devouring that, like I said, quicker than I could bring it out. Um, I was doing everything I could <laughs> to get out fast, but, but, you know, I think that shows again, the type of person that you are and why you've been able to accomplish what you have so quick. I mean, you effectively crammed a couple of years worth of learning into these eight months. I don't know if you realize that or not. I, I do actually I do I do I realize it um and at the same time it doesn't feel like it, it's cramming but it doesn't feel like cramming like the normal results of cramming for an exam like you cram and you take the test and then you forget everything yeah. and in in this case it feels like it's it's there it's like it's it's like a part of me because it's um it's a lot of information in a short period of time, but it's also little information a little bit at a time. Like I, I would just, it's just something I do daily, you know, just, it's just a part of my, my, my habits. Well, we've talked about those, right? <laughs> be, 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 because yeah, I mean, it's, it's the, um, you know, as, as you go through and, and kind of talk about that, and then you start applying these things day to day, that's where you start to get it. But, but yeah, I mean, so, so if we re, re, rewind a little bit, right. So let's, let's assume again, when you got, when you got the new role, you had a couple of options that you could have chosen from, you knew you needed to learn something. <clears throat> you could have gone out and just read a bunch of books or just, you know, done some, some internet searches, let's say, and tried to figure it out on your own. Right. That's one mm -hmm. option that could have happened. But you very quickly, and like you said, it, it felt like it was destiny. And again, when you reached out to me, it's like, well, of course you can come in the program, right? It's like, you're right here. You need this sort of thing. Um, but, you know, having that and going through and watching all of those videos literally was like getting years of perspective in a very short period of time. Right, because some of the people that you were listening to on those videos, they've been in this role for 20 plus mm -hmm. years. I mean, these are some kick-ass people in the industry who really, you know, have their shit together and they they know what's mm -hmm. what's going on, right? But but even they have some challenges and other things at different times. But you know, going through a program like that, having the dedication like you had of learning and doing a little bit every day or a little bit every week, you know, really sped up what it would take most people on their own five to 10 years to learn. You were able to learn, but you didn't just learn it. You started applying it as well. Right. So, so, so what are some examples maybe of things that you actually, you know, cause it, this is one thing that 
a lot of people we go through, we take a bunch of courses and we get a bunch of content, but we never really learn anything because we never really apply it. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so how, what, what were maybe some of the things that or ways that you were able to kind of take this or apply it into what you're doing? So you actually learned it, you got it. It's internalized at that point. Hmm. I would say the two biggest things, um, maybe three, but the two biggest things are one, the importance of relationships, right? Innately, I knew that, um, like I'm good at talking, talking to people, even though I don't necessarily like to, but I'm, I'm naturally empathetic. And, and so like I, I build relationships, but I am not the person that necessarily um, go out of that goes out of my way to try to sustain that relationship like you know um what I one of the things that I took from the program was um I think Hal says um uh, you have to like develop it maintain it and then sustain it so like one of the things I took from that is actively working on that actively working on not just um yeah we're you know we, we get along we're great and you know I'm a nice person you know that I'm a nice person but actually staying active in the, with the with the people that I'm building the relationships with over time and not just when I need something or when they need something so yeah, the, you, that's one that's what that's one of the first things yeah it's, it's important and again a lot of people don't don't realize that or don't think about it right well I've got a relationship because I you know we we dated before we got married <laughs> and now <laughs> And now for the next two years, I'm going to ignore you unless I need something, right? Mm -hmm. That's not a very good, you know, recipe for a marriage. And it's not really a good relation or, you know, recipe for relationships as well. So, okay. So yeah. And actively working on sustaining those relationships, doing something each week or each month or whatever it is, but actually being intentional about it. Mm-hmm. Right. Sounds like has been one of the things that's been very helpful for you. So, so what are, what's the other one or two that you were going to mention? Another one is um, being what the business needs when the business needs it and not just wearing my internal auditor hat. And um, as far as saying that, you know, I can't do X, Y, and Z because that would impair my objectivity um, so that's one of the, the things I took from, from the podcast and also from the, from the program, um, and really going out of the way to be value added to the business. Value can come in many different ways. It's, but it's, it's being what the, what the business needs and the business needs it. Yeah. I, I love the, how, how you just said that there at the end value comes in different ways. I think is a beautiful thing for us to remember in career as well as personal life as well, right? That, that we can show up and add value, but it's value is really about what the other person perceives as value and not necessarily what we perceive as value. Right. And so it's almost like you kind of went from a, or, or kind of realized, look, it's not necessarily about me and about what I need to do, but what, do the other people need and how can I show up and kind of serve that way? Is that that sounding right? So it's almost like a shift, shift on you of I've got a job to do. 
I've got these tasks to check off my list versus what is it that the other person really needs from me? Because my checklist probably isn't, may not be that important at the end of the day. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the third one is the vision or the strategy that I have for the, the apartment is making sure that whatever we're doing, it's in line with the strategies of the company. That we're not over here looking at something that no one really cares about, <laughs> um, but you know we like it, so we'll look at it. Just making sure that what we're what we're looking at is actually the the things that 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 they need from us, that we're in line with the with the strategies of the company. And those have been sounds like those have been working out pretty well for you so far. <laughs> so far, so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's 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 nice. Like I said, I mean, I I, I just wanted to kind of chat to share your experience. So thank you for sharing your experience. Because again, I think a lot of people, a lot of people are in the situation you were in before, right? Where it's like, I need some help. I don't really know where to go. I don't necessarily know what to do, right? But they can look at what you've been able to accomplish and see if that works for them. Yeah. You know, because it's, it's, um, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. <laughs> I mean, you have, you've really Thank kicked you. butt this last, this last year and it, it takes a lot of awareness. And, and I think it's um, to give you a lot of credit too, is that a lot of times it's hard for people to admit that they need help or that they want to accept help or that they want to get help. Um, and so that first acknowledgement, you know, kudos on you, you know, back in February of, hey, I need some help. Let me let me go figure out what it is that I need. But then also the commitment. Because, you know, again, so many people, they'll start something, <clears throat> they'll work really hard for a couple of days. And then they stop. <laughs> and then they stop. <laughs> right. Um, but you yeah, haven't. You haven't, you've continued on, right, with that grit, with the commitment, the whatever it is that you want to call it of, you know, continuing to keep going and keep doing those things that have been making you successful. And I love how you kind of, you know, pointed out those three areas, because again, you keep doing those things, you're going to be successful over your whole career, regardless of where your career takes you. Because, because those are three things, right, that are important, regardless of what job you might have. Very true. Heck, even in our personal lives, you know, as well, because how much of the time don't we, don't we spend the time sustaining certain relationships and then we wonder what happened? Because we weren't there. It was the, it was the equivalent of I'm dealing with my stuff and you just kind of, unless I need you, I'm not gonna, you know, reach out to you. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, you've kind of come through this, this part of the journey. Are there any particular pieces of wisdom that you would give to people, you know, or what, what you might've told yourself a year, year and a half ago, or two years ago to, to give you encouragement or, 
Um, I think what I would what I would say to myself two years ago is to um, not be afraid. Not not be afraid. Um, the 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 fear that I that I felt or the anxiety that I that I felt or gave myself was completely unnecessary. Um, the the thing that you do to overcome that is to just keep learning, educate yourself. Yep. Well, to actually do some of the stuff, right? Because again, learning learning is an active thing. It is. I don't. I don't think you you really learn unless you do, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, and and that's why. And and again, the because um, I love that you brought that up. Because again, so much of the time we get anxious, we get fearful of different things. Yeah. And I and I know you know even again, this is not to call you out or anything like that, but it's because we all do this, right? Where when we get an opportunity or something presents itself, our first natural reaction is, <gasps> nope, I'm not quite ready yet, right? And so I remember when I reached out to you and, and you know, your point was, well, I don't, I've never done that before. Give me a couple of months, right? <laughs> to which, of course, since I have to help kind of coach you, it's like, well, what makes you think you're going to be any more confident, you know, three months from now? Can't you just have a conversation with somebody? And again, yeah. you know, your willingness at that point, because again, I've seen you grow and develop over this last year and to where, you know, you weren't afraid. And so that advice that you would have given yourself back then, you're taking now too, right? Because at the end of the day, there's not, not really anything to be afraid of, right? You're not going to die from coming on here and talking to me. <laughs> I mean, it could happen. Oh, well, ch chances are you, you have a better Very chance fun. of winning the lottery than you do that. <laughs> um, but I, like I said, I've seen you show up and, and you're actually taking that advice for yourself too, um, which, is, which is great advice. It's not just great career advice, but it, it's great advice in life, I think as well too. Well, thank you for, for taking the time um, and coming on here with me. Cause like I said, I'm, I'm just really proud of what you've accomplished. You've put in the hard work and you've, um, you've gotten exactly where you wanted to be. And I'm, I'm happy for you. Thank um, you. Thank you so much, Jason. You're welcome. And again, I mean, lots of people listening to this are going to be able to get out of it and realize the same things that Rashley has done for the last year, folks, is the same things you can do as well. Because I'm guessing, right? Other people can do what you were doing, right? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> everyone, <laughs> every everybody can do it, but it does take that commitment and investing in yourself and doing the things. But these things are possible, and like in your situation, much faster even than you realized that it was going to be as well. But here you are, here you are. All right, well, thanks, Rashley, and uh, really appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Thanks. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Jamming with Jason. Keep on rocking in the audit world, and if you enjoyed this episode, 
please share with your friends and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know what you enjoyed the most about the podcast and you may even be featured on a future episode. When you're ready to turbocharge your leadership development, join the Briefing Leadership Program where you get access to everything in one place and can interact directly with me in the group. If you'd like to earn continuing professional education for listening to today's episode, head on over to C-Risk Academy's video on-demand learning platform at ondemand.criskacademy.com. Not only do you get a CPE certificate, but you will also have access to hundreds of video on-demand learning opportunities. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are that of the individuals and not of their respective organizations.